Have you ever listened to a podcast and thought about what other listeners are saying about that episode? Have you ever thought about giving feedback and interacting with the host of a favorite podcast? Podroom is a podcast player and chatroom platform for the podcast communities. Join millions of similar podcast listeners and interact with like minds on the Podroom app. It's a social networking platform with over 750,000 audio and video podcast content. It's available on the Play Store and App Store. Download Podroom now to enjoy this episode. On October 20, 2020, young Nigerians who were protesting police brutality were shot at by men in Nigerian military uniforms. Unarmed, peaceful citizens were massacred at the Lekito Gate in Lagos, southwest Nigeria. There are several reports with varying numbers of body counts, some said 12, some said 10, but I'm not interested in those numbers at all. I'm not even interested in how many were injured, because even if it is one person, it counts. What even counts more is the realization that the Nigerian military will open fire on protesters, blank bullets or not. Nobody is safe anywhere, that's what that tells you. And the moment that begins to sink in, you begin to realize all over again how bad of a situation you are in as a citizen of this country. Recently, Mr. Macaroni and some others, you know, went out when the Lekito gate was to be reopened and he was arrested. Surprised? No, I wasn't. I wasn't even surprised at all. In fact, when I heard the news, I was like, yeah, I, I knew that would happen. Now, if you stayed in this country long enough, you will know there was a 95% chance that that will happen. And I don't blame people for going out still. There comes a time when you become numb to the reason, numb to everything, and you just don't care anymore. If you perish, you perish. The reason why I'm ranting about this now and not before is this. When the going gets tough, a lot of decisions are taken on impulse in seconds. You may get killed, injured, or beaten, and so on. But it is not at that particular time, really, that you feel the consequences, the implications of what just happened. It takes time. It all begins to come back to you, plays and replays in your head multiple times to the point where you find it hard to sleep at night. That's the essence of this episode. How has the Lekki Tollgate shooting affected us as a nation? How have we been coping with all the half-truths and lies, the tussle here and there, not to mention the denials, those responsible saying they are not, and so on and so forth. Months down the line, have we asked how the parents of the families that were hurt are coping? How the injured are able to feed their families? How about the people that escaped unhurt by bullets though, but have not been able to get over what happened that night? There are so many issues here. A lot of mental health issues could have, you know, 
uh, happened to a lot of the survivors and even the nation in general. Post-traumatic stress disorder, for example, where people start having intrusive memories, distressing dreams, and so on and so forth. I lived in Jaws at the time, and during my stay, I witnessed several horrors. I witnessed someone getting killed in cold blood, stabbed over and over as people watched, silent, some in anger, some numb, some looking away, and some shouting, yes, good for him. Let me tell you, it has not left me since then. It is still there, clear as day in my head, even though it is more than 11, 12, 13 years ago. There was this other time, you know, it was so bad. I and my friends had to drop our mobile devices inside nylon bags, like <laughs> like church offering, you know, just for a driver going our way, the convoy of military men, to take us out of Jaws. We withdrew from ATMs in Abuja and route Lokoja so we could get our phones back and informed our people, parents, and so on, that we were okay. You know, when I got home eventually that night, Sleep was, was so far away from me. Even a needle dropping on the floor could wake me up. And this continued for months. I get startled easily and so on. Till date, please don't shoot bangers. <laughs> don't shoot bangers near me. I still, I still go a little bit jiggy. Like, okay, what's that? Was that gunshot? You know, and things like that. You know, when I take up any apartment or I sleep in a hotel room without knowing it, I start looking and checking around for escape routes just in case. And now the issue is just in case what? You know, I'm not like a CIA or FBI undercover agent who's been, you know, chased around, you know, and things like that. But I still do these things. And and without knowing it, okay, this is straight up PTSD. This is straight up post-traumatic stress disorder. Okay, so when I think about that and then reason with the Lekito Gate survivors, I can literally feel what they are going through. Then bring that full circle to what the concerned citizens of Nigeria are going through. People don't feel safe anymore. Talk about the grief from families who lost loved ones. Can that eventually lead to depression in some? It is the big question in everybody's mind. And when I say depression, I see a lot of people throw, throw around that word as if, you know, just a moment of sadness or something. Depression is a big word, really. It's, it's a whole lot that has different levels to it medically. So each time a family who lost someone passes through that toll gate, what do you think will be on their minds? The rush of emotions back and forth. I mean, I cannot even imagine. Now, don't get me started on anxiety disorders. You know, seeing someone carrying a gun at a checkpoint, you're like, I hope he won't use me for point and kill very soon. And you start panicking so much, you're covered with sweat. How about people who can't cope with all this naturally and are looking for other means to cope? Do you know people may take solace in alcohol or some other form of substance abuse, you know, just to get through a day of sorrow, a day of regret, anger, sadness, and so on. All these could effectively 
caused several issues relating to loss of productivity at work, leading to loss of, you know, means of livelihood. You get sacked because, you know, you're not concentrating at work anymore. You know, your relationship between your families have been torn apart, blame games here and there, a relationship even with friends and people, you know, outside your family are also jeopardized. The health and general well-being, you know, are diminished, you know. These are this can all lead to ailments and sicknesses which further plunge the individual into a hole they may not be able to climb out of. Who is responsible for all this? Has the government put in place any psychological support program? to help people go through this. Let us assume that the toll gate must be opened at all costs. How have we helped the citizens of Nigeria deal with this? I'm aware of the Mental Aware Nigeria Initiative and some other, you know, mental health institutions trying to help in these times. You know, but they can't they can't do it all. They still need help from a greater source who will provide resources and funding so a larger populace can be helped. What should you do if you realize you or someone else near you is experiencing issues relating to mental health? 1. Break your routine. Do something new. Try to have fun. Meet people. Hang out. See if you get your mind of it. Okay. Try to get enough sleep if you can. It helps. It helps a lot. Some go as far as getting, you know, meds to sleep and so on. I mean, when it gets to that point, you should actually see your doctor. Eat a healthy diet. As as simple as it sounds, it, it does help a lot. Always stay positive. Keep a positive attitude to things. Avoid alcohol and drugs at all costs. Those, those things don't help you, really. They just, you know, clean away your sorrows for, for the moment you're high and in the next minute when it gets clear everything comes back to you listen to calm music if it works music works for me it may work for you or some other person near you and last but not the least get help get help don't ever think you can go through this alone talk to somebody it can be anybody, your friends, family, and lastly, if I mean, if you don't feel relieved, talk to a psychologist or a psychiatrist, and your journey begins from there. I must say at this point that not everybody will cope. I do hope everybody, everybody will, but well, these things they do happen. It is our responsibility as individuals, as a nation, to help each other achieve a common goal, a healthy lifestyle a healthy nation and ultimately a healthy world this is nicholas Ati, your host little bits of stuff podcast see you next week <laughs>